Shopify presents Cool Sheets from Aha to Lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. All right, welcome back to episode 31 of Two Drunk Brothers and a Podcast. we got a big one today. Um, again, for the second time ever, well, we have two kind of things going on. Second time ever, we're in the same location recording. Yeah. Um, we're coming to you live from Travis's apartment <laughs> in St. Louis, Missouri, um, a place where him and our second, first, second time guest, I, Ethan Short, everyone, is back for the second time. <laughs> second time. Our first Hello. second time guest. Hello. And we're in an apartment where him, and, where Travis and Ethan nearly got robbed and killed. Um, that's, a, that's a story for a different that's day. That's a different day. We'll save that for another, for another pod. But we have today our NFL mock draft. Um, pretty exciting stuff. The draft is this coming Thursday when this comes out. Um... And we kind of split it up into segments. Um, we each have, you know, a team. Jared did a random number generator, so it goes me, myself, Travis, Jared, Ethan, um, and then it kind of goes in that order, team by team. So we're each given certain teams to kind of make our picks on, and yeah, we think it's going to be a fun one. We we're gonna have we're gonna be able to trade picks, do whatever with it, kind of what we think how the draft is going to go, which who really knows, but. It should be a good one. Yep. So with that being said, we're going to dive right right into the mock draft after our ad read from Anchor. Hey, everyone. As you know, we've been recording with Anchor for about a year now, and honestly, it's the best way to record a podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast because A, it's free. B, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I'm actually recording this ad from my phone, and they'll distribute your podcast to you for free to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and like 10 other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership required, and it makes everything so simple. If you want to start a podcast today, go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, so like we said, we're going to do this mock draft. We're going to take turns. We're going to lay out a few ground rules um, while we, before we kind of start, so like Travis said, we do are we are going to allow pick trading. Pick trading. No one decided to trade pre-draft. Um, we're just kind of kind of see how it plays out. That's what we feel is going to happen in, in this draft. Some other rules um, that Travis kind of came up with. I'll, I'll kind of let him, you know, kind of take that over. Yeah. So if some because we're we all have multiple teams here. So if somebody picks a player that's already been drafted, which I don't think will happen. They will either have to take a shot or they get iced. And then if also somebody picks a player who the other two feel is a reach or not necessarily a need uh, or just a bad pick at that point in the draft, 
they will also be iced. So, you have drinking the, implications. Yeah, so there's drinking implications. We're drinking. It is right now 1 o'clock on a Saturday, so we're going to be pretty fucked up before the Blues game at, at 6. Let's go. Um, another thing is that after each selection, we're all going to sit down and talk and discuss um, like what we think that you know Jack is going to look like. Is it going to fit, fit with that team? Um, Travis is running around slamming shit, so I'm sorry. I apologize for the noise. Uh, but we are ready to kick it off. Ethan, you ready? I'm ready. All right. So, with the first pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, two the Arizona Card- draft. the two Drunk Brothers Draft, the Arizona Cardinals are on the clock, and Travis has the pick. All right. Usually it, it might take a little bit, but I've had a few days now to discuss and think about who the Arizona Cardinals are. So, with the first pick in this year's draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray, quarterback, Oklahoma. I kind of felt that one coming. I don't know about you, Ethan. I did, and I thought that it was going to be something. Even though I don't necessarily like the pick because this is back-to-back years that they've got a brand-new quarterback coming into their system. Um, they drafted one two years ago. No, Rosen was last year. Last man. year. Rosen was number 10 last year. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but um, they just have to. Josh Rosen experiment did not go well. Well, he was also – Josh Rosen was also drafted by a regime – that isn't currently in place. They fired their coach for one year, which I did not agree with. But now you have um, Cliff Kingsbury. He has a system. He knows what that system is. He knows what he wants. And he has said for he said last fall that if you were an NFL coach, when he was still coaching at, at Texas Tech, that if he, he were an NFL coach with the number one pick overall in the NFL draft, yeah. he would take Kyler Murray. And guess what? He get, he He's there. It. The Cardinals' ownership, as fucked up as they are, the Bidwells, they're not going to let their coach – not pick the guy they want. Yeah. I mean, if you're building a team uh, with a brand new coach, you're going to want him to let him do his thing, and he's going to pick Kyler Murray. Cliff Kingsbury wants Kyler Murray. Um, and with a rebuild kind of like this that they're going for, he's the uh, ideal draft pick at number one here. I don't think you're going to rebuild your team around a defensive piece. Um, Josh Rosen just isn't the man for them uh, moving forward. He'll likely be traded. I've seen somebody, some people wanting to trade him to the Patriots. Um, or maybe the Giants. So I do feel that he will be traded if this happens, and Kyler Murray seeming to go number one. So Kyler Murray, there we go. Cardinals get their Heisman quarterback. Awesome. And Ethan, you agree with that pick? You know, I do. Kyler? Even though I'm not big on the Kyler Murray hype, I, I agree that that's what they're going to do. All right. Most definitely. So we're going to move on to the second pick in the Two Drunk Brothers 2019 NFL Draft, which is my team, the San Francisco 49ers. Um, and this is easy for me. If Kyler Murray goes one, Nick Bosa is the pick, um, the edge rusher out of Ohio State. I mean, the dude is a fucking animal. Um, San Francisco's built up on offense. They just have to build up their defense, and I feel like this pick makes them so much better. I mean, Nick Bosa is a once-in-a-generational talent. We see his brother Joey Bosa constantly messing stuff up um, down there in, with, with, the, with the Chargers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, I feel like that's an easy pick at the edge there. I mean, I saw this one coming. He's first-round talent. He's number one on the big board. Um, and it's just what the Cardinals didn't really need, and so this doesn't surprise me at all. I like no, this pick. No, doesn't surprise me either. Um, I think he could have very well went number one overall in the draft had, well, Kyler, Murray, had Kyler Murray not been there. Um, and also, if, Cl- if, Clings- if Cl- Cliff Kingsbury is not the coach of the Cardinals, I think that he doesn't. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think they take him. So, um, we're, that's pretty much straight – Straightforward, like the, some of these first five picks will be. Ethan's on the clock. Next, third pick 
Yeah, so third pick, New York Jets. Um, this was one that I had originally debated thinking that Washington might trade up for, taking the Jets' number three pick to try to get a quarterback. Ultimately, though, I didn't see it happening. Um, so with the Jets pick at number three overall, I have them taking Josh Allen, the edge rusher out of Kentucky. Um, this pick for me was just, it was another kind of obvious pick that Josh Allen's a top tier talent. He's one who also could have went number one overall, depending on team needs. Um, the New York Jets need an edge rusher. They need kind of pretty much everything besides a quarterback. We'll see how Sam Darnold does this year. Um, but well, they, he, he has he has Lev Bell now. Yeah, Lev, yeah, they do have Le'Veon Bell. Lev so. Bell's in New York. I don't um, but it. they have, um, I guess, Google eyes Adam Gase at the press conference. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of like, um, so good luck with that. But that, that's a great picky. I mean, um, I was actually debating between you know Josh Allen and Nick Bosa. Obviously, for me, Nick Bosa was the best pick for the Niners. But that's a great pick. I could see a Redskins or a Broncos trading up right there. I don't see to it get thing. ahead. I, but I, just, I, I think with Kyler Murray going one, one, one of two things is going to happen. Everyone's going to fucking panic that needs a quarterback and want to trade up, or they'll be like, you know what? I'm going to wait it out and see what happens. Now I think maybe people will wait. So I don't think they'll trade there. The Jets need a piece. I was going to say I don't think the Jets would even want to trade that yeah. because they can't. They won't be able to get a Josh Allen. When's the last time Adam Gase had a pick um, that high in the draft? It's been a while. Yeah. Um, Devontae Parker at 11 was probably the last one that yeah. he got, and he fucked that one up. So. Uh, yeah, Josh Allen, crazy him. He was a three-star recruit coming out of high school uh, and really wasn't anything much. I think Kentucky was one of his only Division One offers, and now he's turned into a top-five draft pick. So good for him. I like this pick. I like the Jets taking him. Uh, that takes us to number four, uh, one of Oakland Raiders' three first-round picks. And this, uh, is their, this is their pick from their record of this season. Yeah, this is their original pick, and it is me, Oakland Raiders. Um, kind of pretty easy for me. I had it down to... I kind of figured it was going to be either Josh Allen or Quinn Williams available here. So for me, uh, with their with their pick, I'm going to take Quinn Williams, defensive tackle out of Alabama. Um, they kind of needed some depth on that defense after getting rid of Khalil Mack last year, um, which is 100 percent uh, Gruden's fault. But yeah. Quinn, Quinn Williams is a fucking animal. I mean, he he he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. He had 71 tackles last season in Alabama. It's going to put a big body on that interior line and disrupt the run game more than they already did last season. It's not that they were bad against the run, but this just kind of solidifies that defensive line more than it already is. Um, and Quillian, Quentin Williams is a top five pick in this draft, and the Raiders would just be stupid to pass up on him this early considering they have two more later on in the first. Yeah, no, I'm in agreement with that. Um, they needed somebody to replace Khalil Mack. I think Even John though it's Gruden, not a linebacker, it's some right, big piece on the defense. Big piece on the defensive side. I think John Gruden had this planned all along. He was thinking last year, he's like, I tell you what, man, I'm going to get rid of Khalil Mack, I'm going to go out, and I'm going to get Antonio Brown, and then we're going to draft ourselves a defensive piece. Spider <laughs> through wide banana. <laughs> phenomenal, phenomenal John Gruden impression. But I agree. I think Quentin Williams is also, you could argue that, he could have been top two or three. Um, I just don't think the teams that were drafting there needed a D tackle. They needed more edge rushers that are going to get a quarterback. Quinn Williams, is that guy that's going to stuff the hole. He's going. To... <laughs> he's going <laughs> to plug that hole. Baby. He's going to plug that hole. He can also shoot gaps. I had some notes about Quinn Williams myself. Um, I mean, I just and let me find him real quick. I'm kind of scrolling through a bunch of shit that I have here. I mean, yeah, massive six three three zero three can swallow blockers. Often requires two. 
blockers. Yeah. Um, so you can't handle him one-on-one. It can get in the backfield with ease. So he's a D-tackle that can get in the backfield, stop those run plays early, and also get to the quarterback. So great. A lot of, yeah, a lot of big boards had him at number two. So to, to him still be there at number four um, is a good pick for them. So uh, <clears throat> that pushes us on to the number five pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Jarrett's got this one. They're on the clock. Yeah, so Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this is a pick right now where – it, I mean, shit. It, it, it's hard. It's getting. It's getting kind of. Now we're getting the hard, the hard part here. I think though, it's down for me for the Bucks here. If with the two players that we saw available, there's two obvious picks here. It's either Ed Oliver, the D tackle out of Houston, or Devin White, the linebacker out of LSU. And the one of the Bucks' big needs, one of their big needs to help out Levante David on that on that linebacking core, is a young. Once in a generational linebacker, I think Devin White's probably one of the best linebackers we've seen come out of the draft um, in a long, long time. I mean, the kid is just an absolute animal. So I think with the fifth pick in the 2019 Two Drunk Brothers and a podcast NFL draft, I'm going to take Devin White, linebacker out of LSU. The kid wow. is physical. He has sideline to sideline speed. And like I said, one of the best linebackers to come out in recent years. The one downfall, which it can easily be taught with Devin White, is. He's a little slow on play-action reads, but again, that's something that you just kind of learn um, when you when you get to the NFL. So I I think this is an easy pick here for me. Ed Oliver is, is intriguing, but you, I'm going with need here, and that's uh, Devin White at, at the linebacking position. All right, I did not see that one coming. Um, obviously, I mean it makes sense. I hadn't looked too much into the Bucks. I like that pick. He was I actually had him five on my top prospects coming up. So it fits right in with that uh, number five pick. Yeah, I would agree with it too. I actually had him uh, for one of my picks later in the mm-hmm. later in the draft for one of my teams. So now I got to kind of reevaluate. We'll uh, you'll be able to see exactly what I wanted later, but that's okay. I think it's a good pick. It's a strong need. Um, so Bucks went and got their man. Yeah, for sure. That takes us on to number six, six pick in the draft. Ethan is up with the New York Giants. The what is their play? New York Giants, who have just had an atrocious-looking offense over the last two years, with guys like Odell Beckham Jr., Saquon <clears throat> Barkley. And to me, this was a tough pick because I went back and forth on, are they going to take a quarterback? They need defensive pieces, too, so they need some edge rushers. They need a defensive lineman. But then I also looked, and they have three picks in the top 40, and they have eight picks overall. And so I could see them... Um, moving themselves up later by trading some later draft picks for this year's draft and moving themselves up to like a second or third or even fourth round pick and getting those edge rushers or those defensive linemen that'll still be there. And so with my sixth pick in the 2019 Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast draft, we have Dwayne Haskins going to the New York Giants, getting himself one year under the belt of some Eli Manning um, veteran experience, um, learning from him. And then taking over that team in two years. I actually love this pick. I think him coming in, he's not going to have a need to start right away. The Giants are going to have to do like a little mini rebuild after getting rid of OBJ. Um, they have Saquon, who's going to be a fantastic in the future. They're going to lock him up. He's going to get a fucking bag. But Eli's got one or two years left. I think, one, he has a chance to come in, learn the system. No pressure. They're not going to be competitive in that division this year. I think they all know that. And this is kind of the playbook, I think, for quarterbacks now. You see Pat Mahomes and KC. He got to come in. Learned the system for a year and then was was thrown in the starting role and look how that turned out. They were literally fucking D Ford lining up offsides away from going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so 
Dwayne Haskins learning a year is going to be a great fit for New York. But what they're going to have to get is some offensive linemen to help him out. I, I don't like this pick. I don't think that the Giants are going quarterback with this at number six. Um, like I said, they may, the Cardinals may trade Rosen to the Giants, which could be their quarterback. No way. Looking the Giants for. are not going to take Rosen. Um, I, I don't think they're taking quarterback. I think they'll trade back. I don't know if they're looking for a quarterback in this year's draft. Either way, don't like the pick, but it is what it is. It but, could happen. But trading, but trading back, like Ethan said, doesn't make sense. They have so many fucking picks in this draft. Or they could take a defensive piece here. Either way, um, it is what it is. So, moving into the seventh pick, which is my Jacksonville Jaguars, I now have. Um, pick do, we have do we have do we have a trade we, alert? We have a, we have a trade alert. Um, I have the number number ten pick with the Broncos. Now that Haskins is off the board, they're trading out. They need that quarterback. They're afraid that somebody else is going to steal so you're him. Saying, so you're saying the Broncos the are... The Broncos are going to trade with the Jaguars. So the Jags are going to hop back to 10. What, what, what else would they get theoretically? It's probably going to be a second rounder. Maybe, or a first rounder next year, too? Or a first rounder next year, too. Not sure on specifics, but the Broncos, at this point, if the Giants take Haskins, need a quarterback. Yep. They need a quarterback in this year's draft. Flacco, Flacco's a, a, a one-year thing. Yeah, so they're, oh. they're trading up. The Broncos are now at seven, um, and they are taking the only quarterback here that makes sense. Uh, they trade up seven. Drew Locke, ladies and gentlemen, quarterback out of Missouri. Woo! This is the guy that they love. This is the guy they ultimately wanted. They liked him more than Dwayne Haskins. He's got a hell of an arm. He was at Missouri for four seasons. He's seasoned. A starter he, for four seasons. Starter for four seasons, pretty much three and a half. He's seasoned. He knows what he's doing. Um, he's going to fit right in with fucking Joe Flacco. He's the, pretty much the same quarterback as him. A little bit more agile. A little, um, little bit more, agile, a little, little bit more but he's got like the same physique, same pocket presence, pocket passer. Um, it's kind of everything that fits into that Broncos franchise. And I was kind of hoping he'd be there at 13 to go to our Dolphins. But Ethan made me do it. Trade it up. Broncos at seven. Drew Locke. I think that makes 100% sense. If there's one or two things here. Drew Locke will stay on the board for a while. If the Giants don't go quarterback in the actual draft, in our draft he did, I think it, I think either way makes sense. But if, if Murray goes one, Haskins goes six, there's no way in hell the Broncos are not going to trade up to seven to get Drew Locke. Yeah. John Elway loves him. Like Travis said, they need him. Flacco's a one-year thing. The same thing with Haskins. Locke will get a year to come to the NFL. We'll get a chance to learn the offense uh, while Flacco is a starter. They don't. I don't. They don't expect to compete this year in the AFC West. I don't think at all with the Chargers and the Chiefs being so good. Um, so Locke gets a chance to learn the offense. I think this is a fantastic pick. A lot of people may not agree. They think that may be too early for Locke. But if the quarterbacks fall on cascade like that, I 100% can see that happening. If, somebody, yeah, if, if the Jets or somebody before trades up for a quarterback, the Broncos have to do it. I think I may have ruined Ethan's draft with the Redskins pick, um, but I like it. So there we go. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a good pick, and I think that's exactly what the Broncos have to do. I was going to say Elway loved him when he uh, was at the workout, the combine. He watched him in the Senior Bowl and, I believe, the last game of the season, correct? He yes. went and watched that game too. Um, so he's high on lock. Uh, Drew Lock has a horse cock. So <laughs> he is going to take him at seven. I like the pick, Travis. Thank you. Yeah, so look for that. Trade with obviously they're four, so now the Jags will be ten, and then they'll get it first and the second, maybe. Who knows? For sure. So that leads us into our eighth pick in, in this year's mock draft, and it is me. I have the Detroit Lions at eight, and this is one I struggle with because one of the Lions' biggest needs is corner. 
and they are there's not enough corners right now. There's not an, enough good corners to draft one this early in the draft. So I want to trade back if anyone thinks they want to trade up at eight to get somebody right now. I think the Lions could shop this pick around. So I'm kind of leaving it up. I'm kind of putting these, putting these boys in the spot here. If there's a prospect that's in the top ten prospect you think one of your teams needs, I'm willing to trade the Lions pick because the guy that I wanted, um, the guys that I want really aren't an option here. So I, think I would say for the, for the teams that I have, it doesn't make much sense. The Dolphins obviously missed out on the two top top three quarterbacks, um, so they're not going to want to trade up. And any of the other teams that I have left just really doesn't make any sense for anyone they need here. Yeah, more picks. I mean, <clears throat> Ethan, do you have do you have any teams that want to trade up to eight? And you know, I'm looking, and the only team that I could see that would ever want to trade up was the Bills, and they have the ninth pick, so they can't really necessarily trade up one spot. Um, they were one that I could have seen trying to trade up to get like a Josh Allen or even a Quinnen Williams. Okay, but yeah, um, and. If like Travis said earlier, if he hadn't ruined my draft with the Redskins, I could have seen the Redskins <laughs> trading up here to try to get a quarterback. But all the quarterbacks that are going to go as high as they've went are yeah, off the board. They're all gone. Yep. So, so I actually just looked at my sheet, and I actually have one of my teams I think is going to draft up. I'm going to have the Bengals trading up here. The Bengals are at 11. Um, I'm going to have them swapping picks with the Lions. Like Travis said, maybe getting another another supplemental pick, maybe a, maybe a second or third rounder as well. But I have the Bengals trading up with the Lions here, and the Bengals are going to trade up to grab a piece they need very, very badly. And as offensive tackle, they're going to draft Jawan Taylor, the Ooh. offensive tackle out of Florida. He is the sixth overall prospect, according to some big boards. I have him at seven. Er, so the I think fact, I had him at seven. The fact so yeah. he's still there, and he's uh, he's by far and away six. the best. I have him at six as well. Yeah, he's the best offensive lineman prospect, and the Bengals seriously need that. Um I mean, the kid is a, an absolute beast. He's 6'5", 312 pounds. Um, look at my notes on him right now. He's a powerful tackle, has decent mobility and lateral movements. But the big problem with him is edge rushers can give him trouble. I think, again, that's a learned trait. So I have the Bengals trading up right here to get go to eight to get the best offensive tackle prospect in the draft, and that's Jawan Taylor. I can see that. Um... I mean, it, it's it's not sexy, but it's not it's not it's not sexy to trade up to get an offensive tackle. They do need it. Um, it's the Bengals. Obviously, Bengals fans probably would not like this pick. You don't. You never want to see your team trade up to get an offensive tackle or a lineman. But it's a it's a key piece to a successful offense, and it it kind of makes sense for them. So I mean, I'm not opposed to to them doing this for sure. For sure. So, All right. Yeah. With that being said, we're going to roll into the ninth pick, which is Ethan. So, Ethan, take it away. Yep. At the ninth pick, I have the Buffalo Bills. And um, some of my notes that I had with the Bills are that they just need a better football team. Um, <laughs> and to be fair, they, they look better than I thought they lo- would look last year. Um, still not impressive, but I didn't think they'd win a game last year. Um, but, yeah, they just need a better football team all around. Um, they can't really go wrong with anybody that they pick at this point in terms of Who's still on the board in terms of prospects? And so I have them taking Ed Oliver out of Houston, great, great uh, defensive pick. lineman for the Buffalo Bills. They can always use help on the de- use help on the defensive end, um, just like they could on the offensive end, special teams, you name it. Um, so Ed Oliver out of Houston, defensive lineman, yeah, to the Bills. I like it. Ed Oliver was fourth on a lot of big boards, so I had him seventh a, on mine. He's a yeah. big, he's a huge prospect, uh, defensive end, edge rusher. Um, he kind of fell off the last last season. He didn't have a good season. He had 
him and his coach did not get along. They didn't use him right. Um, so coming into the draft, a lot of people were, were weary whether or not he'd be that mysterious person to fall off or go up. Um, so I like this pick with the Bills. They need some defensive presence there, and yeah. uh, it, it's, it looks good to me. What's great about Ed Oliver is that his is his versatility on the line. He can play end, he can play mm-hmm. tackle, he can get in a four point, three point stance. He's really kind of done it all in college. So um, just his versatility on the line, and those guys are becoming more of a commodity in today's NFL. Not just you know I'm an edge rusher, I'm a D end, I'm a D tackle. You can kind of move around the line and do whatever. Um, so that's a great pick. I almost. Wanted to pull the trigger there with the Lions, but I don't think the Lions is a big, big need for them. Um, so that's why I traded back. Um, so, yeah, great great pick there. So we're going to roll into the 10th pick, which is Travis. So, Travis, I'll just take the, take the 10th pick away. <clears throat> All right, with the 10th pick, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. They traded back earlier with the Broncos that I had. And Jarrett and Ethan both fucked me here. I would wanted to take Ed Oliver. If not, my backup was Jawan Taylor. Therefore, I am having to decide what I want here. Um, you know, one of the key pieces the Jaguars needs a wide receiver, but taking one this early in the draft would be a huge reach. Um, so, with the 10th pick in this draft, I am going to take TJ Hawkinson, tight end, Iowa. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are missing that piece. I said they needed a wide receiver. This kind of helps them with that threat. Um, the dude is an absolute animal. I believe he caught six touchdowns last year. Um, he's a big receiving piece that they could use and utilize. Um, just adds that extra element to the game that they're missing. And he's 10th on my big board, so it kind of just makes sense here. Um, they could have drafted him at 7 if they wanted to reach. But I think this just makes sense for them to go tight end here. They've been missing one for a while. Yeah, they haven't had a good tight end since uh, Julius Thomas had that well, no, they, they actually got rid of him because he was shitty. But yeah. I can't remember the last time Jacksonville had a good good tight end. And this, TJ Hawkinson, and this this sucks for me because I wanted to pick him with the Lions, who, tra- who I had him trading back to 11 with. Um, but, I mean, Hawkinson, like, he is, like, the next Gronk. I mean, the kid is phenomenal. Here my notes on him are Gronk-like, great. Apparently he's great in the scene, can, like, get up in the scene and like, catch those passes like Gronk can and is good at finding blockers at the second level, which is going to be great for the Jaguars with, with Leonard Fournette. Um, also, um, they have Nick Foles, used to working with a good tight end, Zach Ertz. They yep. utilize that tight end spot. So TJ Hawkins would be great to throw in there with them in this offense. Great pick. Not necessarily 100% a, a need, I would say. But at this point in the draft, I'm perfectly fine with GMs drafting best player available. Yeah, I mean, I agree. So, I think this is a good pick for them, and Jags fans would like it, I do believe. And he's corn-fed, straight out of, straight out of Iowa. So, uh, old yeah. boy's got some power. He's got some size. Um, like you said, he's like the next Gronk. So, uh, I think he'd be a big asset to their offense that desperately needs to better their offense. Yeah. So Yes. Most jagging of- off, baby. Let's go. Jagging off. So, that is a I, – I, I think it's a good pick. Kind of fucks me over because that rolls into to the 11th pick, which is me, which I had – the Lions trading back with the Bengals. The Bengals were 11. They traded up to grab Jawan Taylor. I have the Lions at 11 now. And they very well could even trade this one back again. But I'm not going to do that for for lack of getting too confusion. confusing. Yeah. Um, even though there are an average of seven trades in the first round in the last three drafts. Um, this one's easy for me, though. This guy's still on the board. It's a need for the Lions. It's an edge rusher. Montez Sweat out of Mississippi State. Um, the dude is an absolute animal. I mean, he's just every kind of, you know, 
athletic specimen you can think of. Has the build of Montez Sweat. He's also solid in a 4-3 system, which is going to fit in well with, um, well, maybe not so well with, with, with Patricia, but I'm, I'm sure they'll find a way to use him. At this point, it does make sense for them to continue to trade back. Montez Sweat's the best player on the board. They need an edge rusher. I just feel like, feel like it's a great fit. And I'm surprised he kind of lasted this long, to be honest with you. So He lasted this long. I actually kind of saw this coming. He's going to be like the mysterious guy that drops off. At the Combine, he tested for a heart condition, um, which I feel a lot of teams are kind of weary of taking him because of that. Um, I, I don't know if it's going to be a problem, and I don't know its seriousness. Um, but he – I mean, I like this pick. Ultimately, if he can stay healthy, um, if he's there at this point, Lions have to take him. No, I agree with that as well. I was surprised that he was still on the board. I uh, I have the next pick, and I didn't think he would even still be there. Um he obviously is not now, but I thought he would have been gone even a couple picks before that. So yeah. I think that's a great pick for the Lions. Um, it's something that they need. If he's there, trading back for that makes total sense. So with the 12th pick, um, Ethan's Packers are on the board. Yeah, and for those of you guys who don't know, I am a huge Packers fan. I have been for the majority of my life. So the fact that I have their pick um, kind of made this more complicated for multiple. me. Multiple, yeah, you have multiple there. I do. I have, I have both of their first-round picks. And uh, it made it even more complicated for me because it's the difference between what I want them to do versus what I think they're going to do. Um, they bolstered their defense significantly over the offseason. They picked up Preston Smith, who's a linebacker. They picked up linebacker Zadarius Smith. They picked up a safety. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Adrian Amos, they also picked up a couple of pieces on the offensive line. But I still think that they might bolster their defense up even more. Um, They could use some help on the defensive line. They have Kenny Clark up there. Mike Daniels, Lancaster, they kind of rotate through. Um, But I think that they need another piece there. And so with the 12th pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, I see the Green Bay Packers taking Rashawn Gary out of Michigan, defensive lineman, somebody to help that line even more. Um, Their offense, I could have saw them taking a wide receiver here as well. But but there's no good receivers worth this high. Not this high. And I know that their receiving core is young. I mean, outside of Devontae Adams, everybody's in their first few years. Geronimo Allison's the oldest receiver they have outside of Devontae Adams. And he's only in his third year, if I believe that correct. So um, they could use some receiver help. Don't get me wrong. But it's a good young core. And they still could use some more defensive pieces. We saw that last year with how their defense looked. So, Rashawn Gary. I like it. I had on here, I kind of predicted how you guys would pick. I had the Packers taking Rashawn Gary. He did have a less than stellar year last year. He wasn't what, you know, everyone would think you would have at 12, uh, being a whatever defensive end. Uh, but he is that guy. He's versatile. He's athletic. He can go in there and do and do what uh, – Oh, shit, I don't even know who the Packers coach is now. LaFleur. LaFleur, yeah. LaFleur, yep. So, I mean, I like this pick. It's not bad at all. I agree. 
Good job. Yeah, and I wanted to take Devin Bush here too. Um, but the fact that they signed two linebackers, I didn't necessarily see them needing to just pick up a third out of the first round. They can find linebacker help later in the draft. They could even work towards signing another linebacker. But uh, ultimately, the defensive line was where they needed the most help, and that's what I went with. All right. Going in off of that, going into number 13 is my pick. Me and Jarrett's Miami Dolphins. Um, this one, this one's kind of tough. It's more of what are they going to yeah. do rather than we want them to do. But I'm just going to be the optimist here and think that they're going to do what we want them to do. I don't. There's so much offensive line talent here within the first 60 picks that I think that they'll be able to get one in the second round that they're looking for. So I think they're kind of going to going to kind of go with the best player available here, and that is. Devin Bush, linebacker out of Michigan. Um, super athletic player. He's going to be the one to take that lazy piece of shit Kiko Alonso spot <laughs> after a year or two when his old ass retires. Um, and that's kind of what they need. They will have a full linebacking core of under young, 25 years young, old. Yes. A full linebacking core that is new, young, great, brings energy to the fucking field, and Devin Bush is going to do that for them, and I think I would is love he, this pick here. Is he a middle linebacker, or what did he play in college? Uh, he's just kind of, he's he's like a hybrid. He can play wherever at on the line. So anyway, the linebacking core for the Dolphins would, would look like it would be Raquan McMillan, um, Baker, Jerome Baker, and Devin Bush. Devin Bush now, which would be phenomenal. Um, I think that's, I think that's that's a phenomenal pick right there. Uh, it's not necessarily what I think everyone's kind of leaning towards, but if he's still there, and like Travis said, there's a lot of offensive line talent. And the left side of the offensive line for the Dolphins is great. The right side isn't isn't so great. Um, I can see them picking up somebody late and developing them. Um, so I'm not going to say it's a bad pick. I just don't think. They may not lean that way, but I, I, I kind of hope they do and end up kind of kind of pulling the trigger there. Yeah, he's quick. He can get across the field. He can tackle. Hiko Alonso is slow. He can't fill gaps. He can't tackle. He can't cover. He's pretty much the worst thing. So if Devin Bush can step in and can do one of them, it will be successful. You guys know more about the Dolphins than I do, so I'll go ahead and say that uh, I'm on board with that pick. All right. He's number 11 on the big board, so taking him at 13, best player available. Um, that moves into Jarrett. Uh, should be the Falcons at 14, which I believe he was going to take Devin Bush. No, I wasn't. Um, the Dolphin, I mean, right. the, sorry, the, the Falcons need a lot of defensive line help, whether it's on the interior or on the edge. Um, and there's a couple players here that I think they're gonna they're gonna ponder taking. Um, I mean, if you look at big boards, a lot of people are gonna tell them to take uh, Brian Burns, the edge rusher out of Florida State. Um, I think, however, though, they need. Some defensive interior defensive lineman help, and I this may be a reach. This may be our first reach of the draft, and the Falcons are kind of notorious for that. They they, they reach a lot of times for players that end up panning out. I think they're actually going to go with Christian Wilkins here, the defensive tackle out of Clemson. He's 19th on the big board. I have yeah, that's what I have. But taking that. him at 14 is it is 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 that a stretch? I don't know. Um, he's a big body. He's at 315. He can eat up blockers and then shoot gaps and get in the backfield. And the Falcons have been horrible against the run. I feel like he fills a big need for them for them here. Um, so I think this is our first quote unquote reach with the Falcons taking Christian Wilkins out of Clemson here. And the fact Wilkins going before Colin Farrell is going to make a lot of people raise eyebrows. Yeah, um, it seems like a reach to me. I don't, I don't know if I want to be the one to ice Jared this it, uh, early. 
I, it's not a bad pick, but I feel like it's worthy enough for him to just chug a 12-ounce Smirnoff. <laughs> and, and I think that he should have to chug it just because I had him going 27th to the Raiders. Ooh. And so now i got to think about something else. Um, I don't so, think he was – there's no way he was last. And I don't think he was going to fall that far. I had some backup options, but I was looking at what the needs were of other teams, and I thought it was possible. Now I'm a little pissed off. So I think that that ice just – it has to lean Jared's because, way. Because for me, who I had the Falcons taken here was Greedy Williams because they need that secondary no, help. Greedy Williams is way too early here. No. Yes. Absolutely not. Greedy Williams would be great for them. You just got to go with what your needs are. Their needs are defensive what, linemen and edge rusher. Those are the top two needs. And corners are third need. Exactly. But there's so many. There's so much defensive linemen help here. I mean, I, I, I'm willing to say Wilkins that, that Wilkins might be a reach. That's fine. But the Falcons are notoriously known for it. So that, that, that was my thing for it. So I will take the Smirnoff chug while these fucking cocksuckers are going to take my goddamn Invisalign out. I am not I am not against the pick. I don't think that it's like such I'm a huge reach. I'm not against it either. I just hate that you took my guy. That's I'm fine. pissed because he made me step <laughs> on your fucking computer charger. <laughs> that's not me. That's my, that's my computer charger. Yeah, we got cords all over the place. Uh, awesome. So the next, so anyway, Falcons at 14 are going to take their quote-unquote first reach, Christian Wilkins, D-tackle out of Clemson, um, and that's going to allow whoever's next to Just pick. shut up and chug your smear. Oh, <laughs> now with me, it's uh, I have the 15th pick with the Redskins. But we're going to take a brief moment of silence for Jarrett as he chugs the smear off ice. I got the nice pick for the for the Twitter account. There it goes. Oh, and he is chugging away. Come on. All right, and it is down. There we go. Under 10 seconds. Uh, Um, Fuck. So, while I'm on the clock, Washington Redskins, to me, this is a no-brainer. I hate this pick. Don't take Daniel Jones. Don't do it. The only reason I hate this pick is because of who it is. But I don't think they can go any other direction. I I don't think they can. They need so much quarterback help. They don't have anybody there. Alex Smith. We don't even know how he's going to come back from that injury. Well, they got they got um they got <clears throat> what's his face from Denver. They they traded um, for um Case Keenum. Keenum. Yeah. I don't like Keenum. I've never liked Keenum. I didn't like him with the Vikings. I thought it was a fluke. He was awful with the Rams. He's awful now. He was awful with the Broncos last year. They need quarterback help, even though Daniel Jones might not start. He he gets the ice now. Daniel yeah. Jones is going fifteenth to the Redskins. That's a horrible pick. He's going 15th to not, the Redskins. Not, I'm not saying it's a horrible pick. On I, I understand. You're kind of like the, the same thing I did with the Falcons. You didn't like the pick, but you think they're going to reach here and grab somebody. Yeah, I do because I just think that they don't want to go. Because i got to see them taking Jonah Williams here as well. Um, but I just think that they go quarterback. They don't want... They don't want Daniel Jones to fall, and I think that he could go to a team later in this round just as somebody to get experience because I had um, at some point the Packers taking a quarterback not necessarily in the first round just because Aaron Rodgers is aging he does only have a few years left on his contract they took Aaron Rodgers when Brett Favre was getting into his uh, later stages of his career in the first round with I believe it was also the 30th pick in the draft and that worked out for them so I could have seen him doing it again yeah Um, but I just don't think they want Jan- Daniel Jones to go to somebody else, and then they're just yeah. stuck with Case Keenum and then nobody. As much as you hate it for it to be a reach, Jarrett, um, I actually had on my thing 
Daniel Jones question mark as they might take him. So it makes sense for them, not necessarily the talent at that fucking pick because that's trash. Oh, and I agree. Yeah, I don't um, think he's worth. But it makes sense for them. Um, they're so nervous. We're, we're not gonna. Is he going to get one? No. Oh, oh yeah, he is. Yeah, what yeah, a he is. pussy. No, no, that's that's a hundred percent a reach, but it's not a reach for him. He's taking one now for all of the Redskins fans out there because that is. You you guys should just throw yourselves off a bridge if they pick. All right, we may we may finish this episode by the time Ethan finishes this ice. <laughs> with that um, being said, Ethan, he's not wrong. Go ahead and go. Me go. Oh, go with no, the ice. I was like, I just ice. I just took my pick. What are you talking yeah. about? With that, but Travis is up and Ethan's going. Travis is researching. Anyway, with the you have the 16th. I have the sixteenth pick, which is the Carolina Panthers pick, and this falls directly in. I should be able to go right into it. The player is still Ethan there. Doing pretty Ethan good. is doing good, and his ice is done. Damn. All right. Ice. Um, this this is great for me. Nobody has brought it up. Nobody has been there. The Carolina Panthers. When you think about Carolina, they're always a decent team. But uh, however, especially now, they're missing a good wide receiver. It had been for a number of years now. Their wide receiving core is Chris Hogan, DJ Moore, Torrey Smith, Jarius Wright. They signed, they signed Chris Hogan? Yeah. Those are not names that you take to the fucking promised land in the playoffs. Pick yep. for the Carolina Panthers at 16. Easy. DK Metcalf, wide receiver out of Ole Miss. Yep. This is the big guy they're missing. Their tallest guy on the roster is foot, six foot one. DK Metcalf is that giant... Fucking piece. Not, not, not to mention what he ran like a 4-3-40. He ran a 4-3. His agility, though, is not off the charts, but he's quick. He's big. He's that wide receiver they're missing. I can't really think of anything else they need at this pick. It makes sense for them. DK Metcalf. Fall on the 16. Great pick. I mean, that, I mean I'm mean, i going to keep a short tipple. Fantastic pick. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, they, they haven't had a, a decent receiver in a while, if you ask me. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey's been their best receiver. We had that one kid that they traded to Buffalo who was supposed to be good. Or the kid Calvin Benjamin. Calvin, Calvin Benjamin, Benjamin, yeah. But he got fat, um, couldn't, couldn't lay off the Twinkies. He did. Um, so he looking like C.J. Anderson out there. Got fucking great pick, great pick there. So awesome. center rolls in the 17 who are, for me, it's the New York Giants. This is the tra- This is a pick they got from the Cleveland Browns with the OBJ trade. And I'm gonna take a pick that I'm gonna take a pick. Now it makes total fucking sense. I didn't think he'd make it this far. And Ethan picked Dwayne Haskins. They're gonna invest in the offensive line to protect Dwayne Haskins. They're taking Andre Dillard, the Washington Washington State offensive tackle here. The dude is an animal. 6'5, 315, just massive, massive human being. Um uh, you know, he and he's elite. He's an elite left tackle in the passing game, which is what they're going to need. Like That is literally the notes yeah. I have on them. Not a lot of experience in run blocking, but guess what? You have one of the most talented running backs in the game in Saquon. He doesn't need a great run. Yeah, you just put somebody in there yeah. and he's going to go. He doesn't need a great a great run blocker. Literally, I had wrote down, could be a franchise left tackle for Andre Dillard. That is who, is who the Giants are going to take if he's still there at 17. And now you're looking at the Giants draft. Haskins and Dillard. You're looking at one of the best teams in the first round. Just improving their overall offense. I think it's a great a great fit. Oh, yeah. I had them taking an offensive lineman. It wasn't that because I didn't think he would still be there. But I had them taking an offensive lineman, so it's a great pick. Yeah, I agree with it, too. Um, I think that that's something that they need. It was something that I 
also didn't think would still be there, and so I thought you were going to take somebody else because moving right into the next pick, if there's nothing else that you guys want to add, go for it, bro. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings desperately need 18, an offensive lineman yep. at 18. Desperately. Their offensive line killed them last year. Their offense that. is great. I know who you're going. Their offense is great. You might not know who I'm going for. Um, we'll see. We'll see. But they, I mean, between all the offensive pieces that they had, Dalvin Cook, the wide receiver, wide receiving core that they have is unreal. Yeah. Especially last year. Um, they just need some offensive lineman help. And so I... That, like I bounced between two guys here. It was Jonah Williams and Cody Ford. Yep. yep. And what I ended up going with, just based on um, how they looked during like workouts, how they looked last season, and then also just pure size, I went Cody Ford here. Ooh. I went Cody Ford over wow. Jonah Williams. It wasn't something. I mean, it took me a long time to decide through this, but you've got, way, you got six four, three thirty, um, coming out of Oklahoma. They needed an offensive lineman. It was one of the two. I went with Cody Ford. I think he's going to be a good asset for them. They, He's not even going to be the last offensive lineman that I think they... Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Taking this draft. Cody Ford um, is a run blocker, too, so I think yep. that that's why they go this route. They need somebody that's more of a run blocker uh, rather than passing. Because- yeah, and simply because, you know, Dalvin Cook <clears throat> can be an animal, yeah. but he needs that offensive line to help him be that beast. So... Um, Cody Ford to the Vikings. They're going to take an offensive lineman no matter what. Yeah. It just kind of depends on who's going to be there. I agree, and there will be plenty of them there at that pick anyway. <clears throat> so that rolls on into my 19. <clears throat> I have the Tennessee Titans. And um, I was looking up at this Tennessee Titans team, and, man, they're pretty fucking dangerous. They got Cam Wake in the offseason and a backup quarterback of now Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> but as a backup quarterback, I mean, that's not Is a bad backup. backup. I, I've read that he might push Mariota for the job. I, d- I don't know. We'll see. But even though Mariota's got that shoulder problem. Yeah. Uh, so even then, having Ryan Tannehill as a backup is better than Blaine Gabbert. Uh, they have the pieces to be a playoff team. <clears throat> They're missing a go-to wide receiver. but Gone. At this point, in, at this point in draft, I don't see them reaching for a wide receiver. I, I, I think DK Metcalf's the only receiver going to go first round. Mm-hmm. He, he, he could be. Um, yeah, sure. Emmanuel Hall's not going to go first round. <laughs> I, I actually read he can go like late, late second. Yeah, I mean, not a bad pick, but yeah, not first round. Yeah, no. Anyway, sorry, Travis. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, what what else do they need besides receiver? These uh, Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee shout Titans. out Will Compton. Shout out Will Compton. <laughs> um, they're missing some linebacker depth and a decent tight end. Um, because Delaney Walker's said, age. We said shout out Will Compton. They're missing some linebacker depth. <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm sorry, but they are. They're missing linebacker depth. I'm not saying they need starting linebackers. And a decent tight end. Delaney Walker's 34 years old. He's been injured. Not um, going here. Then. So, with the 19th pick in this draft, we are going with Noah Fant. Great one. Tight end out of Iowa. Two Iowa tight ends in the first fucking round. They, hey, but they, they produce some, some good tight ends. They you need know, tight ends. You know, you know you know who else came from Iowa? The kid uh, the kid Sam Fran. What's his name? Yeah. George Kittle? Yeah. So 
I mean, it just makes sense here. They need wide receiver or tight end. I don't really see a linebacker or a D-tackle here that they really need. Tight end just makes more sense. Great pick. I mean, phenomenal pick. Noah Fant is, is – I mean, it's just – it's there, like you said. I mean, and what's great about Noah Fant, he, he's – unlike TJ Hawkinson, TJ Hawkinson is going to be the next Gronk, they said Noah Fant's like the total five-tool – Tight end. He can run block. He can pass block. He can go out and catch a pass. He can. He's 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 agile. He can be a red zone threat. So all these things that the Titans need, he kind of has and fulfills. I feel like that's a phenomenal pick, Travis. Uh, I have no complaints there, and I, I didn't see it coming. I didn't I, either. I, 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 so I, how it's just been panned out? It's a great, great, great pick. So. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. But the only reason that I hate it is because I had him going to the Seahawks. So it's it's a good pick. Um, that's something that they need, and it's uh, it, it's just a good pick. But the only reason that I don't like it is just because that's that's who I had going to the he Seahawks. He's 20 so. on the big board, so yeah. one pick earlier. Yeah. Fulfills the Titans' needs. Moves on to Jared's 20 Steelers. So it's 20 Steelers. We're going to make this pick because it's going to be quick, and then we're going to take a little bit of break so we can piss and shit. Uh, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> this, one, this one's easy. He's still there. So the Steelers, from what I read, need a receiver. I don't agree with that. So anyway, Metcalf's gone. Linebackers, anyone that are worth a damn, are gone. Cornerbacks, you could argue for Greedy Williams here, but I think there's a player on the board that's that's should be a best player available that should draft, and that's Colin Farrell. Um, Colin Farrell, I think, is the pick here. Or you could go Brian Burns. I forgot about him. Brian Burns is still on the board. You went Colin Farrell. I, 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 I didn't make it final <laughs> can't, yet. Can't take your pick back now. I forgot about Brian Burns. No, fuck it. I think they're going to call him Farrell. Just, just for the star power um, of him. I mean, the dude, I'm going to come and notes on him real quick. I mean, he's been there. He's been the highest stage there is in college football. Yep. Uh, he's played in the national championship. Or was he? No, Dexter Lawrence was yeah. suspended. I, I, he played I, in the national championship. He's been there. He's got the fucking star power they need. I honestly think Brian Burns might actually fall, though. That, that was in my notes as well. I mean, he's 14 on big board. He still hasn't been drafted. Of course he's falling. But he but he's smaller. He's small for an edge rusher. He played in college at 235. Yeah. That's not ideal for an edge rusher. Yeah. So, I think Colin Farrell, he has a great change of direction. Um, from what I read, he lacks strength. But if you're quick enough and to get around the edge and, and get to the quarterback, that doesn't matter. You still have to get it. I, I have it here. He, he can turn the corner easily. Mike Travis, he's been there. I think Brian Burns is going to be one of those people that people have pegged high that it's going to fall in the draft. Um, I mean, I'm not saying he's going, to be, he's going to be a bust in the NFL, but he'll no. fall. Yeah. I don't think he – I mean, he's coming from Florida State. Um, so, But anyway, yeah. So, 20th pick, I, I have the Steelers taking Colin Farrell. Ethan, what do you think about that? Is that is that a reach there? No, I don't think it's a reach at all. I mean, again, his, his prospect, like in order of what the prospects were listed, it's almost a steal. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, he was 17 on mine. There's fucking defensive and edge rusher galore in this yes, draft. Yes, yeah, It's yeah, crazy. You, so some, someone's going to fall. Yeah, yeah, and, and, you know, even if it's not something that they desperately need, you're going to take talent over... Well, they have like, that, that, now they have Bud Dupree. Yep. If they get Bud Dupree and fucking Colin Farrell, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, it's, it's something that you just can't argue against. It's like skipping over, like, one of the top players in the draft just because maybe you need a cornerback. Like... If somebody needs a cornerback at one, you're not going to take Greedy Williams over Kyler Murray. I'm sorry. It's kind of one of those things yeah. where you're going to take talent over your desperate needs. Yeah. Because that, you can find those needs later in the draft. Yeah, for sure. Best player available. So, Moving on to the uh, Seahawks picks at 21. This one was kind of tough for me because originally I was going to take a tight end with Noah Fant. But obviously, he is already gone with the Titans with uh, Travis's last pick. 
So I moved on here. And some of the things I looked at is that, one... Is it, need, is, is a trade possible? Because we've only had two trades, and more trades have... Well, what, what do you guys think? What, do you guys need anything pressing? So you're at, you're, at, you're at 21? Yes, because there's... I mean, there's nothing here that, like, I am overly joyed about that I just need this So, person. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, what do... Who do you have again? Who's 21? 21's the Seahawks. So and what 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 are their needs? So something that I saw outside of a tight end is they they need some offensive line help for their running back okay. tandem. Travis, who do you who, who does twenty two need for you? The Ravens. So twenty two is the Ravens, um, and they need some defensive line help, which is plentiful. All right, I think I think I am willing to kind of bump up and make a trade here for the for the Texans to jump up to twenty one. It's not a not a big bump, but it happens sometimes when you when you get into into these twenties. If the Seahawks were willing to trade back, because their guy there that you said's gone, they wanted a mm-hmm. tight end, he's gone, and I think the Texans could see a need for a player on the offensive line that's still very readily readily available. So then maybe they don't want to wait two picks. For what? Them. Yeah. And where's the pit Texans pick at? Twenty three. So Twenty three. You're, you're bumping back so. two. Yeah. Maybe maybe you can give give a third or a fourth. Yeah, and there's nothing that, like I said, looking at the Seahawks and what their needs are, there's nothing that's dire for them. And now that there are no tight ends on the list, um, they could use wide receiver help. But again, no. I don't see a wide no. receiver outside of DK Metcalf going in the first round. No. So if you're willing to make that trade, I'm okay with making that trade and bumping back a couple spots. I think too. I think I think, I think it makes sense. We'll swap a couple spots, maybe give them a third or a fourth. I think it makes sense. Because I think if this guy is still here, according to what we've had all day, the Texans need him bad, and it's Jonah Williams. Okay, the, te- the, the tackle out of out of Alabama. Um, so we we made the trade. The Texans and the Seahawks swap picks at twenty one and twenty three. Texans move up a couple spots to get a guy that's still on the board. Because um, I had to take Garrett, Garrett Bradbury here, who to me is the fourth best offensive tackle. But the fact that Jonah Williams is there, um, I feel like they can see him. They can grab him, get some protection for Deshaun Watson, um, and really kind of bolster that offensive line. So Jonah Williams is kind of a no-brainer here for them to move up and get for me for the Texans. Yeah, Bradbury's a center, by the way. Yeah, but he so, he can play interior yeah, kind, of, kind of across the board. Guard center. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I like this for the Texans. I mean, they need offensive line. Their offensive line is dog shit. If you've never watched him, Lamar Miller – Probably averages like 1.8 yards of fucking carry for them. So to, to trade up a couple picks for like a fourth round just to ensure they get a good offensive lineman um, is, is good for them. So I can see it. Might be a little forced, but I can see it. I mean, I feel like it It might be forced because – but <laughs> the Seahawks could have taken them. I had a bad list there because of my fucking – because of my, my Invisalign retainers. <laughs> Travis, Travis is. I sound like Mike Tyson, but whatever. <laughs> all right. It's called two drunk brothers, not two sober brothers. Guys. Exactly. Now so, we are all very, very tipsy right so, now. So, all right, yeah. Moving on into pick twenty-two, the Baltimore Ravens this is my pick. <clears throat> Their needs. They need defense bad. They lost, which sounds kind of crazy considering they had one of the best defenses last year. They lost Terrell Suggs, C.J. Mosley, Zadarius Smith. All um, their linebackers from their defense. Yes, they also need go wide. Pack, re- go. They also need wide receivers. But then we talked about how a wide receiver at twenty-two right here isn't ideal to pick. Another trade? Um, I do not see a trade. They need defense bad, and I think they can get one here. Um, so with the twenty 
second pick in. <laughs> Jeez, man. Sorry. Not even adding this out. This, this, this is gold. <clears throat> hey, it's hard. It's hard. Um, it's getting kind of fuzzy down here. But he fell. 22nd pick in the Two Drunk Brothers mock draft. The Baltimore Ravens select defensive end Brian Burns yep. from Florida State. I already had Good it typed one. out. Great so, one. Great one. Yeah. I mean, he fell this far. They need defense. They've lost a lot of pieces. C.J. Mosley, that pass rusher edge kind of hybrid that he plays. Brian Burns can kind of step in there and fill that void um, with that edge presence. Yeah, great. And, and like we were talking earlier, like there's so many edge defensive tackle positions in this draft. Someone's going to fall. Brian Burns with his lack of size, I feel like he's there. Still a great talent. If he's there at 22, it's going to have to happen. I mean, great pick. Yeah. No, I agree. Like I said, I already had it typed out before you even said it. Um, it was just something that I expected. He fell further than I thought he was going to fall, so it's a good steal. Um, they need defensive help. He's a defensive presence, and he's going to be a defensive presence on the field for them. Why it took me so long is because I didn't expect him to be there, so I thought about taking a different player with that pick. So seeing him there kind of shocked me. Brian Burns. Awesome. Fantastic. So that moves us into the 23rd pick, which we just announced. The um, Seahawks traded back a couple spots with the Texans, who was my pick. So uh, Ethan now has the Seahawks at 23. Two picks in a row here. Two picks in a row. Yep, and this one is should be a no-brainer from what we just talked about. You said you were going to take Garrett Bradbury with the Texans at 23. I'm going to take Garrett Bradbury at the Texans with 23 for the Seahawks because, again, yep. they needed somebody on the offensive line to kind of help with that running back tandem that they have. Not saying Chris Carson or Rashad Penny or um, who even is their well, they just they, they Well, they just paid – Russell Williams, Russell Wilson, yeah, that's sixty-five too. million. They got to protect him. The the highest paid uh, quarterback in the league now. I think that makes sense, um, especially for the Seahawks. You know, trading back a couple spots, acquiring another draft pick or two, and getting an offensive tackle who may be just as good as Jonah Williams or someone else in the draft. You right, know, exactly. And like I said, it wasn't something that was dire, so I could see why they would trade back because they were like, we need Jonah Williams. Like it's something that we have to have. Yep. So for them, Garrett Bradbury, perfect pick for them. Um, I think it's okay that they traded a couple spots back, but they're still going to go for an offensive lineman here. What do you think about that, Trav? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't dislike it. Um, I don't know a whole lot about what the Seahawks' needs are ever since the uh, Rams don't play them twice a year. <laughs> Thanks, Stan Kroenke. But, you know, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I had Bradbury at 22nd on my big board, so to see him go 23rd is not bad. I would agree. And then, uh, you know, jumping off of that, because I have back-to-back picks now. So um, who, is, who, who are you picking for now? The Raiders. Raiders, Raiders at, 24, at 24th overall. Via who? Um, via Chicago. Yep, that's yep. right, with the... Uh, the Cleo Mack trade. Yep. So, via Chicago, we have the 24th overall pick. And I want to tell you something, man. This one was hard <laughs> for me, but... Uh, 24th overall, we thought he wasn't going to go in the first round, or maybe he would, but uh, Greedy Williams, we need a cornerback. Pretty bad, man, and so we're going to take him. 24th <laughs> overall. Yeah, All Greedy right. Williams, though. It's uh, not bad. I had him at 25th on my big board. So did I. But there was another player on there that I thought you might take. Yeah, so I the more that I looked at them, though, the more that I saw they needed cornerback help. Um, we talked about fourth overall, you had Quinn and Williams going, so they got somebody up front. Um, now they need somebody in the secondary that needs that help too. And yeah, so, so the person I think you might, I also think you might have picked there was, was going to be uh, Dexter Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that was something that I thought about as well. Um, but 
I went ahead and went with the cornerback because they do need some help in the secondary. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was obviously the top cornerback on the board by far. Um, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. So yeah, I yeah. went with Greedy I don't know Williams about by far. By far, yeah. But, a lot, a lot, some people have Byron Murphy ahead, yeah. ahead of Greedy Williams, but he's yeah. So like my notes on Greedy Williams, great in coverage, doesn't back down due to his athleticism and ability to, to blank receivers. The one thing I said, the NFL scout literally said this about him. They said he is scared to tackle, which is not great in the run game. So if they get if 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 a running back gets past your first two lines of defense, your D line, your linebacking core. And your your secondaries there 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 to stop him. Greedy Williams is scared to tackle. Not a great look, but just his his, his ability and coverage, especially in the AFC West with you know you know well Tyreek Hill gets to play woman beater. <laughs> um, and but still you know there's there's a lot of a lot of great receivers out there. Great pick. I definitely can see it happening. I I could have argued for for Dexter Lawrence, but you drafted Quinton Williams earlier, so I definitely think it makes sense. All right. Um, moving on to the 25th pick um, in the draft is the Philadelphia Eagles. And my God, this is probably the hardest pick I'm going to say in the draft for me. They do not need a lot. So um, trade. Is, is trading a possibility here? I don't know. I mean, they really just don't need much. I mean, I'm sure they could pick up some pieces if anyone wants to I move am, up. I am willing to move up. You can if go you for are, it. Uh, I would love to move the Raiders up to 25. Ooh. The Raiders want to move up to 25 from their 27. 27. And that's, and that's from who? From Dallas. That's from that, the Cowboys. That's from the, that's from the Amari Cooper trade. Yep. Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. If you want to do I that. Mean, so, first of all, I just want to talk right here. I think this makes total sense because the Raiders had four first-round picks. If they have a guy that they want to get with one of these, four, one of these first four-round picks that they think is going to get drafted before their next pick – I think that they had so much collateral, it makes so much sense for them to move up to, to get the guy they want. You know, and they acquired more picks than just these first round picks. Yeah. So they could use some of those as collateral as well. I think it makes sense that there's a guy out there. I'm curious to see who, who you're leaning towards, but let's talk about the trade. Yeah, so um and for one, you know, you could take the Raiders here and they could throw around a third or fourth round pick mm-hmm. with this because they're only moving back a couple spots. Yeah. So it's nothing significant. And I mean it's not like there's anyone crazy that Philly needs. I think they'll take an extra pick later on yeah, um, to kind of just bump back a couple spots because there's nothing pressing for them. So that extra pick is just bonus uh, for the Raiders to move up. Yeah, and then... Uh, so the Raiders are moving up from where to where with who? The Raiders moving up from 27 to 25 yep. um, with an extra third or fourth round pick in there 
Maybe it could be the following year, this year, and then Philly's bumping down from 25 to 27. All right, so that's going to happen. So now the Raiders moving up from 27 from the market for trade using some of that collateral. Ethan, what is the pick for the Raiders at 25? Then? Yeah, and so um, just as like you know something to say beforehand, you guys didn't have any uh, like persuasion on this pick at all, but uh, I was going Dexter Lawrence 27th overall, and so I wanted to make sure that I got him at 25. And you guys had just talked about taking him at 24. I had him on my list. I just wanted Greedy Williams first. Um, so I'm going Dexter Lawrence here, defensive Makes lineman, sense. 25th overall, just before yeah. somebody else got him. Because, and so I mean, once you offered up that trade, I'm going to take it. I'm going to go ahead and go for that extra defensive lineman. And I was thinking, too, with the Eagles, like they don't have any pressing needs. But just as far as best player on the board, I think he was him. So I would have picked him. Makes sense for the Oakland to trade up. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, it, it, it 100% does. Oakland has so much collateral in this first round. You don't need four, four first-round picks. You can trade up a couple spots and only give up like a third or fourth rounder, like Ethan said, to get the guy you wanted. Just making sure you lock up Greedy Williams. But now you bolster that line even some more. So now you have Quentin Williams and Paul and, and, and Dexter Lawrence. I mean, it just makes... Yeah, that'd be crazy. It's crazy insane. defensive line. Along with who else did you pick? That, At a, for the Raiders. So you got the Raiders. Greedy Williams. Williams. Greedy Williams. Williams. Greedy Williams, Quentin Williams, and, and Dexter, Dexter Lawrence, Lawrence in the first round. That's dangerous. A fucking haul, man. That's a haul. To trade a couple spots to get him. Phenomenal, phenomenal pick. Um, so that is great. So we're going to move on to the 26th pick next. All right, so with the Colts at 26 now, that's my pick. And there's two guys I'm leaning towards here. Um, the Colts need some defensive line help. They also need a receiver, some receivers apparently, but I don't think any receivers here are worth, are worth a damn. Um, and safeties and corners. We all are consensus that there's no safeties worth a damn in the first round. So it's yeah, down. Absolutely not. Yeah, it's down between defensive lineman and a corner. So for me right here, it's either down between Je- uh, Jeffrey Simmons, the the uh, defensive lineman um, out of I can't remember where he's from exactly off the top of my head, uh, Mississippi State. He had the ACL torn ACL prior to the combine, which is a huge risk. Um, so I think with that being said, I think the Colts need some corner help. So I'm going to take Byron Murphy, the corner out of Washington. Ooh. I think that makes the most sense here. Um, he's the he's the next best pick behind Greedy Williams out of LSU. I mean, it, great athleticism, great in coverage. He does lack some ability in shedding blocks, from what I've read. Um, so kind of like kind of like Greedy Williams in that regard. Not not a great tackler, but a great coverage guy. Uh, the Colts don't need a lot on offense. I feel like they can score. They need help on defense. They were a playoff team last year. They, they, the AFC South is not great. Adding a guy like Byron Murphy is a no-brainer for me for them at 26. So that's my pick. Um, what do you guys think about that? I like it. I mean, he's the best, He's next best on the fucking cornerback list. I mean, he has 26 on my big board, so he falls right into place here. I mean, I don't really think the Colts have any pressing need on defense, but I think it just can add to their, to their you know, backups and their secondary and everything else. Yeah, I like the pick too. Um, cornerback, and as far as cornerbacks go, they're the top two. They're kind of hand in hand. I know earlier I said that Greedy Williams was like by far the top, but uh, the more I look at it, the more comparable that they are. Um, I like Greedy Williams, but yeah, I think Byron Murphy here is the logical choice. Awesome, awesome, so fantastic. So let's go on to 27. So 27 would be, well, we, we had a trade, right? It's mm-hmm. me, yeah. Yep. Um, so Eagles from the, the Raiders. Eagles from the Raiders, they moved back two picks. 
I mean, and this pick is still fucking kicking my ass. I don't know who I want to take with it. I'm just going to keep it at this point for them. Um, they don't really have a lot of pressing needs really at all. Um, their, their defense is stellar. They have one of the top you know, defensive front sevens. They have a solid cornerbacking. Um, so there's no one to take a cornerback at this pick. They have the top fucking offensive line. Um, but I think to add to that, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. We're going to go offensive line here um, just for the fact of, you know, who it is, best player available. We're going to go Caleb McGarry, um, offensive tackle. Yep. So, I don't know where he – I fucking didn't write the school down. That's why he was – Caleb McGarry out of Washington. He's 6'7". He's a giant tackle. He's huge. I had him at 28th overall. They And what's great – hey, I honestly love love this pick for the Eagle Shavis because you don't want to know why – this is the exact notes I had on Caleb McGarry. They said he's a good swing tackle. Not particular right right or left. He could even be like a fill-in guy. Yeah, because they have um, shit, they have Jason Peters and they have Lane Johnson. So they have two phenomenal tackles already. But in case one of them gets hurt, he can be a backup. And at this point, I don't think the Eagles are looking for somebody to come in and make a direct impact on their team at 27. So Caleb McGarry, good tackle out of Washington State. Or Washington. 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 Um, so a solid team, solid experience. Um, I think this is the guy they go with here, just the best guy up. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I also agree with that. I think it's a good pick. Sweet, sweet. So we are going to now move into 28, which is Ethan. Ethan no, it's not you. Remember because I, I traded my 27th. So we're back to uh, Travis here with number 28. Travis is at 28. Wonderful. I definitely know who I'm picking with this pick. <laughs> Absolutely not. So while I'm stalling, I'm going to take this smear off ice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Hell yeah. All so right. 28 is actually the LA Chargers, which uh, I, I can see where he's struggling with that. And he's actually doing, he took a pause like a little bitch. To, Dude. It's cold, isn't it? My mind is running 9,000 different ways. What are the needs of the Chargers? Or are there any? The Chargers needs I have are cornerback. Nope. Outside <laughs> linebacker. Nope. Nope. And defensive tackle. I can see some people taking. I, uh, there's so there's a clear pick here. I think, I yeah. think you can make. I got it. Um, Los Angeles Chargers. No, fi- finish your smear off ice first because we don't know where you're going with this one. <laughs> okay. Travis shoe nice. Shoe nice it. Dime. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Los Angeles Chargers. We all saw their first playoff game last year. Their defense was nowhere to be found. Um, so defensive tackle kind of makes sense here. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons out of Mississippi State. Yep. Okay. Is that what you guys saw? It's a yeah. risk. It's a risk. It's a risk, but 
there's uh yeah there's there's something that like nothing else that i saw i guess there for the chargers to where it kind of makes logical sense it's a risk it it's not necessarily a reach no it's Um, not i i have have him as the 24th best prospect yeah yeah, he was 24 on my... Tearing the ACL scary, but he has a dr- tremendous mm. motor. He is always, from what I read, he's always near the ball, which is phenomenal. That's a guy you want on the defensive yeah. line. Um, so I think it makes it makes a ton of sense here, there, there Travis. Awesome. Yep. So, I mean, that's really the only thing I can go with. Their offense is stacked. Their defense could use a little help. And at that pick, that's the only guy that you're really going to go for. 100%. 100%. So that moves into 29 for me. I have the Kansas City Chiefs. And this is tough because the Chiefs need edge rushers. They need linebackers and they need corners. They need a defense. Yes. <laughs> so for me here, like, there's no corners worth a damn. There's no linebackers worth a damn. Unless you want to reach into someone who's a, who's a second-round pick. Um, and edge rushers are almost non-existent at this point. I mean, if you're looking at the top guys that I had um, on the board for myself um, – so, I mean, really, I think, like Travis, they just need defense. So, for me, the best player available on defense is Jerry Tillery out of Notre Dame. Yep. The defensive yep. tackle. Um, I have him at 31st overall, uh, you know. But I think, that, like Travis said, the, the Chiefs are straight up trading me defense. Chiefs fans aren't going to like this. But he's the best defensive player available for, for either line, edge, whatever it is. So, I have the Chiefs taking Jerry Tillery here. You know, I like that pick. Um he, like you said, is the best defensive player overall, and it's kind of not even close because when you look at linebackers, Mac Wilson's the next avail- next best available linebacker, yep. and that's a mid-second-round, early-third-round pick at best. I would say mid-second, yeah. yeah. You go to defensive linemen, and then after Jerry Tillery, it's Draymond Jones, and he's a second-rounder. Um, you jump over to your cornerbacks. And after I could Byron say the Murphy, only argument would be DeAndre Baker DeAndre from Baker. Georgia. And that's what I was going to say, too. Who they could take here. That's it. it. It could be considered a reach, but he's such a close late first round, early second round pick that you might have him out of Georgia going in the first round to somebody who might need a secondary. Um, but like you said, as far as defense goes, there's not a whole lot left in terms of first round talent. They got rid of D4. I could see the Chiefs trading up this year to get a better defensive player. Um, I didn't think about that. but I, I had that too. I almost had him to, to trade up to get one of the boys from Clemson. Um, but it just it, it, it didn't pan out. I, yeah. I, for whatever reason, it see, I still think them drafting Tillery here is a is, is a great pick. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So solid, not bad, not a reach. Um, best player available, really, that they need at that position. So uh, let's go on to the thirtieth pick. Ethan's got his Packers last pick of the draft, number thirty. Last pick of the first round. Last pick of this mock draft. And this is where I struggle. <laughs> so, again, goes back to what I want to see the Packers do and what I think they need. And then on top of that, they're just like Jared said, there's no defensive talent left really for the first round. First round, yeah. And so then you jump to offensive talent, and we don't really could need they, any. Since they already had a pick, could they trade just completely out of the first round? And you could, but I don't see them doing it here, and here's why. Because I think here they take a wide receiver or a running back. And then it comes down to me of which one is more of a dire need. Could you free Aaron Jones? You could. But we don't know how he's going to pan out. Yeah. And then you go to their wide receivers. They have a ton of depth of, of young so you're going wide receiver talent. And so I'm going running back. 
And what's hard for me is that do I really want Josh Jacobs? I don't know if I do, but I think that the Packers take him here. I think I, they take Josh Jacobs out of Alabama sense. at 30th overall. I mean, it, it makes sense. I had Josh Jacobs as the 27th best prospect in this draft. Yep. So the fact they get him at 30, I think, is a great fit. The, when's the last time the Packers have had a go-to 100% yeah. running back? Like a the prime, first year of Eddie Lacy? Well, maybe? I was about to say, yeah. the primetime Eddie Lacy was when, like, when he was his best, when he wasn't a C.J. Anderson in terms of putting on the weight and putting mm-hmm. on the uh, – uh, like lesser speed, I guess is what it was. He lost a lot of speed when he put on his weight, and yeah. so he wasn't the running back that he was. Yeah, that was that was probably the last time they had any sort sense. of decent I, running yeah. back. I, I don't, I don't have any complaints of that thing. I don't either. Um, so that moves on into the thirty or shit. Yeah, thirty-one. Thirty-first pick, um, which is the Travis Los Angeles Rams, who I would like to just not even pick for them. Um, but no, <laughs> I mean, shitty. they don't really need anything. These fucking pieces of shit have added everything that they have could that they could I have in see the trading offseason. Out, trading out of the Rams. Um, I don't see him trading out because I, mean, I don't know. Like, what if what if one of those top five teams in the second round? No, but there's no one there. That yeah, yeah. There's no one pressing. Um, but I mean, they literally have added. Everyone on defense the last two years. Um, they just added Eric Weddle. They added Clay Matthews this off season. So Sad they don't. They game. re-signed. They re-signed Dexter Fowler. Not Dexter Fowler. Dexter Fowler. <laughs> Dante Fowler. Dante He's Fowler. had like two eighty this year. By the way, just keep that in mind. Dante Fowler. Uh, so they would really need no defensive pieces. Wow, I just stuttered like crazy. Um, <laughs> the only people I can see them adding here in the first round would be a running back. Due to Todd Gurley's arthritis, not worth it. Not worth it. And then, uh, <laughs> and then a tight end. So that's who I have here. Tight end. Their tight ends are Tyler Higby and Gerald Everett. Um, and there's a solid tight end coming out of Alabama. I can see them picking really? up Irv Smith Jr. out of Ooh. Alabama. <laughs> What's his overall though? Fifty five. I mean, there's no one else. So do, I'll do, another do, I mean, yes, you already yes. took one. Hundred percent have to. That's a uh, that's a reach for All right. sure. Well, that's a reach. Who the fuck would you have them taking? Yeah, they don't no, need I, wide receivers. I can I, see them trading out, man. I'm not trading out. True, you don't want to trade out your last pick for people. People trade out of the end of the first round, back in the second round, all the time. I mean, they really don't need anybody. That's so on the Herb offensive Smith. line. Herb Smith. All right, I can. Okay. I'll take another chug. Yeah, because that's a hundred percent a reach. So we have three tight ends going the first round. I don't remember when the last time that happened was. So we're gonna round out. Travis had the the Rams taking Herb Smith, a tight end out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the, I have the Pats at thirty second, and the Pats always take BPA, best player available. They never draft for need ever. Suck. So for me right now, was, um, while Travis is getting ready to chug his smearing off ice, clink it. There you go. Um, we got the Patriots drafting right now, and the Patriots always draft BPA. So Patriots are going to go with Marquise Brown. Right yeah. Here. Wide receiver out of Oklahoma. Um, they always can use, they, they don't have Amandola anymore. Edelman's they don't have Hogan either. nearing the end of his round. Hogan they just lost. They're going to have Marquise Brown. Demarius Thomas and Brandon, or not Brandon, yeah, Brandon. Marquise Brown, Demarius Thomas, and who's their star wide receiver right now? Was Josh Gordon? No, they had someone else. Julian Edelman. 
Yeah. Yeah. But Edelman, but, Edelman's near the end of his career. I don't care. That's three top top wide receivers. But oh, the, but the I Patriots, hate Marquise Brown though. Well, that's fine. But the Patriots never. They always go best player available. He's got blazing speed, lateral quickness, make defenders miss. The list Frank injury kind of holds him back a bit. Um, I but I see, in, in literally on my Patriots draft notes, I said they will take best player available regardless of fit. <laughs> And if that they, is who if they take a wide receiver, I can see them taking in Keel Harry because he's six foot four and they don't have that tall wide receiver. That uh, I was struggling between Marquise Brown or AJ Brown because AJ Brown could play both slot or outside. He's six one though, so yeah. he's not that big. And Keel Harry's six four. I just think Marquise Brown's a fit here, a, 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 a right. speedy receiver. They don't have well in one. terms of best available too. Yeah, yeah. Like you're, I don't know if you would reach to go for that tall wide receiver. Well, it's something 30, that they need. He's you're not wrong. But so these wide receivers go twenty nine, thirty, and thirty four. Yep. Yeah. So I have, but Marquise Brown. I so I said they will take best player available regardless of the fit, and that's what I have. So. We're going to round out our first-round mock draft with the Patriots taking Marquise Brown, the uh, wide receiver out of Oklahoma, um, at 32. So that kind of rounds it out. We have some very questionable 24 through 32 picks. Um, it always is, though. All, yeah, I mean, you can't really. Trades happen. I guarantee you the Rams, if no one's there, they will trade out of, out of the first round to get to get more picks. And I, and I couldn't – or I could see even the Packers trading if there's no tight end on already, the board. Because you've already had two. If, yeah, and if there's no tight end on the board, I could see them trading their 30th pick as Travis well. Travis just finished his smear off ice, his second one. So, <laughs> um, yeah, remember that clink. Time the clink to the finish. Yeah. I just finished it. So, I mean, obviously this is not going to be anywhere near to accurate. We just trade. wanted to give you guys our actual drunk thoughts. How, how many trades actually ended up, ended up taking there place? There were four, four, I believe. That's not bad. There, pro- there will probably be more. Three. No, there, there's four. There was three. Broncos and Jags, Texans and Seahawks, Raiders and Eagles. No, I have the Bengals. Bengals yep. traded Bengals up. and uh, Bengals and Lions. Lions. Yeah, I see that here. Yeah, four. So four. So they're probably more. They're probably around five or six, but whatever. We wanted to make it as accurate as possible. But um, that is our mock draft. So did we determine like how we're gonna judge how each of us did? Or I mean, it's gonna be pretty hard. Um, kind, of, kind of coming after 15 picks, uh, kind of gets pretty hazy. We will, we will just see whoever gets the most amount of correct picks, regardless of the trades. If a trade doesn't happen, that team still ends up taking that person. I would say that counts as a correct oh, pick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for that, for that like slot. So, so you like know, say the Jags don't overall. trade out of seven, they still get TJ Hawkinson. That's still a win for me. Um, We'll see if Ethan can beat us. We'll give him a free T-shirt if he does. He probably won't because he sucks. Oof. Um, <laughs> but no, this is fun. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Really, I mean, it's kind of just bullshitting, but it really was. But we want to thank Ethan for meeting with us. This has been fun. We all hung out together. This is the second time ever we've done a podcast at the same location. I feel like we have a lot better bounce back, bouncing off. Yeah, the and. First time we've all been in an apartment together since 2412. Yeah. So I would like to throw <laughs> that days. out there. You know, it's been a couple of years since we've all gotten together, hang out, have a couple beers. Um, couple. Enjoy it. Yeah, couple. Um, but it's been super enjoyable for me to just hang out and talk to you guys, talk some sports because, you know, as all of us enjoy, we love talking sports regardless of what the sport is. Yeah. Um, so. Now we're shifting our minds to hockey because by, by the time you guys hear this, you guys already know what happened, but we're going down to downtown St. Louis for game six tonight. Um, let's go Blues, baby. Go Blues, baby. Uh, uh, uh. Let's, let's go, go Blues. Blues. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh- 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.